You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. From Mamma Mia's daily news podcast, The Quickie. Hi, I'm Grace Rouvray with your evening headlines for Friday, August 18th. The father of one of the people killed in the Hunter Valley bus crash is planning a class action over the tragedy. Adam Bray, who lost his 29-year-old son, Zach, plans to lead the class action to improve bus safety, in particular the issue of seatbelts. Mr Bray has been reading through federal law regarding the chain of responsibility for the incident and wants the Director of Public Prosecutions to upgrade some of the charges to manslaughter. Mr Bray recently met with New South Wales Premier Chris Minns and the head of New South Wales Buses about his campaign to make seatbelts mandatory on buses. A website is being created, but in the meantime, a Facebook page called Stop Bus Tragedies has been set up so people can sign a petition to improve laws around bus safety. A nation-leading clinic that's diagnosed and treated more than 600 workers with deadly silicosis has been extended for another three years. The dedicated occupational respiratory clinic at the Alfred in Melbourne was launched in July 2021 to provide affected workers with a treatment plan. Workers in the stonemason and construction industries are increasingly at risk of silicosis and incurable lung disease. There have been calls for a nationwide ban on engineered stone benchtops to protect workers from the disease. Queensland is spending big on boosting businesses in the bush with an $80 million package. The funding includes $50 million towards attracting businesses to the regions and $30 million towards community projects. Councils and community organisations will be able to apply for grants of $50,000 towards events such as parks, festivals and improving local infrastructure. The fund also includes $8 million for workforce training in partnership with the Queensland Farmers Federation and AgForce, with a focus on essential and emerging skills for agriculture. The new fund seeks to encourage growth in the regions, help bring in new private investment, bolster existing businesses and help future-proof the workforce. The man in charge of emergency management during the Maui fires has stood down. The Maui County Emergency Management Team has been criticised by local residents and media over the island's response to the deadly wildfires that killed at least 111 people. Herman Andea's resignation occurred one day after he made his first appearance in a press conference, which came more than a week after the wildfires began. Some Maui residents claim lives could have been saved had emergency sirens sounded, but the agency opted against using them, saying they would have been ineffective and confusing. Hawaii Governor Josh Green has requested a comprehensive review of actions taken before, during and after the fire, with a third-party investigation being a part of that effort. And finally, a litter of six baby meerkats have arrived at Taronga Western Plains Zoo in Dubbo, just six months after their mother, Midra, gave birth to a litter of four. The four older pups have taken on sibling duties, with zookeeper Rez One saying that it's really important in the meerkat mob for everyone to take turns babysitting. And they're already doing an amazing job, making sure that mum and dad are getting the food and rest that they need. These adorable little animals can become pregnant just one week after giving birth, and there are now more than 20 meerkats at the Western Plains Zoo. That's your evening news headlines. If you want to listen to more about the Maui wildfire disaster, you can check out today's deep dive, which delves into whether travel to Hawaii should be suspended or if tourist dollars could help the community rebuild after tragedy. The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily, wherever you get your podcasts.